Hey, folks, welcome to Free Press Sports with Carlos and Sean. Carlos, it's it's good to see you again, man. I look forward to these. Uh, well, I, I know we record on different days sometimes, but these weekly these weekly gatherings, these weekly discussions. I do too, Sean. You're you're a moving target. You're a man about town. You're mercurial. Uh, you're you're a mover and shaker, so it's hard to pin you down. I'd I'd like to have a, a solid. Just let's stick to this time, this day, but. You know, you're a big podcaster with uh, ML Elric over there, sold to Detroit. So I get it. We can, whenever you can squeeze me in, Sean, I appreciate it. Well, that's fine. That's, uh, you know, I don't want to start breaking you down again psychologically, but didn't you move it last week? Didn't you have to have a window that we had to do it last week? Um, yes. I think I might have. You did. It's been a you while. Did. I can't, but I that, can't but- remember. But that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. All right. Look, we got uh, we got lots to talk about today. It's the summer, so obviously we're going to talk about football because football is a year round <laughs> sport. Is that fair? <laughs> it's not summer yet, but uh, yeah, close enough. It's hot enough. Yeah, it is. Oh my goodness, and it's just going to get hotter. Okay, we were at the Lions OTAs. That's organized team activities, right? If, if you Why didn't do they that, call I, it that? It's such a stupid name. Oregon. Well, they shortened it to OTA. Yeah, they shortened it to OTA. So that's how about good. just so we were there. How about spring practice? How about just spring practice? Jeez. Well, it's we're kind of in that. It, it feels like summer, but in any case, so we were we were there last week in Allen Park. They're about to have another one this week. It was our first chance to look at uh, most of the team. Of course, not in pads, as Dan Campbell, the head coach, calls it. Call what's he calling pajama, pajama parties? party? Yeah, the pajama, pajama party. parties. So it's the first chance, so let's see the rookies, right? And um, the full team together. And the full team together. And it was also, Carlos, the first chance, uh, not the first chance, but the first time Jamison Williams talked since the news broke that he was caught gambling on site and, um, and suspended for six games this fall. Were you at that news conference? Yes. I was standing opposite of you, but... I'm so small in stature and in your opinion that you didn't even see me. So <clears throat> I understand the, the oversight, but yeah, no, we were I, 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 across I knew, each other. I knew you were there, but I just wanted to, you know, I'm, I'm setting yeah, I was you up in the here. Scrum. I was in the I'm, scrum. I'm, I'm yeah. setting you up here to, to, to talk about what you, what you thought. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you wrote a very interesting column about this where I, I just want to tell the listener out there, find somebody who I hope in your life, you can find somebody who looks at you the way that Sean Windsor looks at Jameson Williams and that, that, that gives you every benefit of the doubt, every pass conceivable because golly gee, he's just a 22 year old kid and oh shucks. Don't we all make mistakes? Um, even though we're paid millions of dollars and get a lot of coaching from, you know, uh, the team and the PR people and the whatever, you know, there's a whole system. There's a rookie orientation program to tell you what to do, what not to do. Um, and, but I hope that, I hope someone can give you the full part in the way Sean Windsor gave Jameson Williams for uh, gambling and worse, making all these transgressions of, you know, basically throwing shade at his quarterback. Um, because, you know, it's just social media. It's not been around very long. Nobody really knows how to use it. So, you know, it's okay. We're all okay. It's all fine. Well, it's not that it's fine. It's just that, um, yeah, he's young. And if we want to say everybody at 22 is a fully finished, developed uh, human being, when we can hardly he's, say that. He's a if, mid-career professional at 22, 52, as, a, as an NFL player. No, he would be a mid-career professional at 27. And if you don't think there's a difference between 22 and 27. And by the way, there, first of all, there are a couple of things. And it's funny because Mike Elwick and I had this same discussion on his podcast. 
the idea that money makes a difference at that age, that it somehow rewires your brain chemistry, is, um, I, I don't understand. I, I mean, I understand why people think that because they feel like, well, if I had money, I wouldn't do anything to mess that up. So I think there's a little bit of projection going on there. So I understand the inclination, but that doesn't change the reality of the fact that money does nothing to rewire your brain chemistry. It, it doesn't replace experience in life. It, it replaces nothing. All it does is change the perception of what you're supposed to be and or who you're supposed to be or how you're supposed to behave. And I, and you know, I don't think when it gets right down to it, it makes it it makes a hill of beans difference. As far as having extra people in your ear, I understand that uh, that could help. But I would ask you, I asked Mike the same thing. How many times did you tell your kids something? Okay, you have two kids. I have two kids. Mike has two kids. How many times did you tell both kids something? One of them, it stuck. They did what you asked. Or you told them not to do something and they didn't. Or then you told them not to do something and, uh, and they did just the opposite or whatever. One kid did that and the other didn't, right? It's just you have to you have to keep saying that over and over at a certain age, even through their college years, you know, and he's just getting out of college. So I, I just I just don't buy that just because you have rookie, you know, rookie, uh, not camp, but uh, what do you want to call them? Gatherings where you lay out the laws of the NFL that uh, that everybody's going to come out of that and never make a mistake. I, ju- I just human human beings just don't work that way, especially at that age. Yeah, I, you know, to some extent, but don't forget, I mean, and and now more than ever, the, the whole idea of this, you know, amateur student athlete myth has been, you know, debunked and dispelled. I mean, we know that these guys are actually professionals in college. He's had how many years in college, three, four years, whatever it's been to be to become a professional. And they tell them the same thing. You know, at Alabama, that's a huge program. They tell them the same thing. Watch your social media. Be careful of what you like, what you retweet. You know, do not talk about this. Do not talk about that. They don't, t- they don't give him guidance as far as money. He doesn't have, I don't think he had an agent or a marketing guy or a financial guy or whatever it was. You know, yeah, that's all, that's all a little bit different now for him. And you're right. You're right that he, it doesn't fundamentally change your decision making. Uh, but there is a lot more at stake for him. And if you want to have, if you want right? to be understanding, you can be understanding. But the NFL doesn't care about being understanding. It's not for long. It's it's you you do it right or you don't do it at all. You're gone. So he already and he already, you know, I don't want to say this isn't his fault because he was hurt last year. He missed almost all last year. But you know the perception in the NFL. It's we we got very little out of him last year. He was a project. He was basically a redshirt year for him. Let's see how it goes. But we haven't seen, you know, he's a first round pick. This year, he's got to make good. He's got to like, hey, deliver on that promise. He's already off to a terrible start. So you have one year that was almost completely wasted. You have a second year that now is going to be impaired by the six game suspension. And then on top of that, you have the worrisome part of his decision making. And let me ask you, we were both there. We both heard him. Did he really seem fully contrite to you about the gambling and about the social media stuff? Uh, I try not to judge that part of it. What what he seemed to me was a little overwhelmed. He seemed to me like somebody who was very, very uncomfortable doing that. Probably doesn't like doing that. I mean, the, 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 the press conference, is, you mean, like talking to us about yeah, his... Yeah, just, you know, and I did, I did give him kudos for standing in there 
and not trying to get out. I mean, he stood there for 10 minutes and, and I know he, that. You know, he had to be talked into that. You know, he had to basically no, no, had I to don't be think, twisted. There's no way he, he just talk, decided to do it. I don't think he was talked into it at all. I think he was told to do it. And what right. what's he going to say, right? He's got to do it. I don't, I don't think he had to twist his arm. It's like, you're going to do this. And, uh, and he did it, but he didn't, he didn't squirm like I thought he might have. And, uh, there was some, there was some fairly tough questions mixed in through there and he didn't change his tone or anything. I, I just think what, what I saw was a young guy who I could, I could tell he felt bad about the gambling, the social media part of it. And we could talk about that too, the, you know, liking the Lamar Jackson, the Detroit tweet. No, he didn't show any contrition to that at all because he didn't. He didn't think he'd done anything wrong. And I, to me, that's a that's bigger issue. Scary. That's a, that wasn't it. Just chilling to like think that does. That's just playtime. That doesn't matter at all. Yeah, it's no, just, I don't, I don't know bunsies. about chill. I don't know about chilling. I might reserve that word for a much more serious crime. But uh, not, not scary not the, not the and how media. ignorant and naive he was about that. Well, and and the the second word you just said, I think, is the, is the, the, the both those words. I mean, that, that's what really what we're talking about. Dunderheaded. Right? We're, talking, we're talking about a young guy who's very naive in a lot of ways, and uh, there's some level of ignorance there. And um, you know, just just he he's got a lot of maturing to do. He's got a lot of figuring out to do. And and that's the other part of this equation is that not all twenty two year olds are the same. Right. I mean, yeah, but I mean, and, what are you and, start? And, and he and he's got a longer curve, a much longer. But I have no idea if he'll get there, Carlos. None. Does not. He's not too good start. That's for sure. No, he's not. No. And that when that was really the only that, that was really the, the main point is that it's funny because the producer of uh, the Elric podcast that I do, the, the soul of Detroit was asking yesterday and he's a huge Lions fan. He was like, is he a bust? Is he done? I'm like, well. I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't give up on him just yet. But yeah, if he if he gambles again, he's gone. You know, if he keeps liking and pulling stuff like that on social media, he'll be gone. And you're right. Like in the NFL, they don't play around at all. Yeah, he, he can't. You know, and, and the, I mean, the, the problem is, you know, you can't apply the whole like your your kid, my kid, Jameson Williams. You can't apply that same you know methodology because. Our kids don't play in the NFL. They don't. They don't have the white hot intense spotlight, but, you know. But it doesn't. Yeah, but yeah, you can because there's you still can't. the same human. Be- no, it's it's not. There's too much yet. at stake. Our kids screw up. Nobody knows about it but us. There's some. There's some consequences, but it's not millions of dollars. Not only lifestyle, but possibly generational wealth changing. You know, money. An opportunity. There's no for these question. Families. The oppor- the opportunities are different than from him. For Jameson Williams, the opportunity is different than they would be for most kids that age just starting out. The opportunity is different. But you can't apply the same set of standards that you do to a young person trying to figure the world out. Those are the same. It's just the it's just that the what's at stake is different. But that doesn't again change if you're a certain way or if you need more cooking. And that guy needs a lot more cooking. You know what that, I mean? He, and- he he just does. We'll see. We'll see if it works. That's the thing we don't know is you have to, I would assume, I would assume that having been, you know, he's a high draft pick. They really need him to come through. They really need him. They're really counting on him. They're doing everything they can to help him, to give him guidance, to tell him what to do, what not to do, whatever it is, Um, you know, from the team perspective, from the league perspective, you know, the league doesn't want a black guy, all this stuff. The team doesn't. You know, and there's some issues there because it wasn't just him. 
it was several players from the Lions who, so there was something, something fell through the cracks here. There was, the, the, I'm sure the, the team deserves some blame, blame for not it wasn't uh, just emphasizing the this enough. Right. So, you know, that I, I don't want to put it all on Jamison Williams for the gambling stuff, but he also, he's in a different boat, you know? I mean, he's, he's a guy that is being counted on to be a star. And he definitely looks like he has the tools physically to be a star in the NFL and for this team. Um, so that's the thing where I w- would imagine that they've done as much as they can to help him. Maybe it hasn't been enough, but we can't, we can't forget he's 22 years old. He's been in the league for a year. It's not like he's a rookie, you know, Stafford came in the league as a 20 year old and he showed a lot more maturity. He still had some stuff, but he, he showed a lot more mature. Not every, well, not everybody's the same. Do. Lots of players, Lots of players do. do, but he's had a year, Sean. It's not like he's just some little His kid teammate in out. Alabama, who they just drafted the safety branch, the hybrid, right? Mm-hmm. Did you talk to him? No. He's world's more mature. Yeah. It's just who, it's just, it's just who he is. I mean, so, some people are just further behind in that way. And that's the thing. You don't want it to be a waste because like this guy has a big opportunity. And if you're a Lions fan, I'm sure you're really excited about watching him play and, and getting a thousand yards and 10 touchdowns or whatever it is. You know, they're really counting on him to, to be a difference maker. Uh, he's their one guy who's going to be their outside deep threat who could be a star easily. Um, and he's already, you know, he's not going to do that this year because he's going to miss six games it, it it that offense is good enough that it shouldn't kill him but uh but it's a it's a wasted opportunity for himself and it's a shame well but it's not completely over yet it's not no it's not anywhere near over and that's the other thing and the lions aren't giving up on him i mean just for the listeners oh, you don't private. know that you don't know that it's not over because you know he could get hurt he's something else and well, yeah then, but that but that hasn't happened yet so yes it could be over I mean, talk at some to, point talk if, to if, titus if, young and talk to you know javid best it was over real quick for them well, that's true of anybody. If you have a serious concussions or mental illness creeps in or whatever, right. it, you don't know. It's, I mean, that could that could happen, but that those aren't the facts right now. The facts right now are that he got busted for for gambling on the property when he obviously shouldn't have, and it cost him six games. And then he showed some some uh, not so smart decision making on social media. He's got he's going to have to figure out how to navigate that. I know privately what the line the lines are giving up, and what they think is that he's a a good kid. And uh, they use the word kid, you know, it's just what you do when you're our age. And that, that's, that's just right. Good kid. Yeah, but uh, kid. they think he's a good kid from a tough area who's really naive and has a ton to learn. And they're hoping they can help him get there. You know, that that's what they think privately, right? I mean, maybe, it, 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 you know what, maybe, maybe, maybe citing Marvin Jones is part of that equation of bringing some experience and some maturity to kind of help, you know, give him some guidance, you know, in the receiver room. Well, no, no, no question. I'm sure they they want to get as much around him as possible. I'm at some wrong. point, though, it's at some point though, it's got to be him because you yeah. can't babysit somebody 24 hours right. a day, right? Right. Right. And the other the other thing too is it, the most powerful tool in the universe is resides in your pocket. And so he, you know, how much of the day is he going to have? Is it going to be him and his phone? You can do a lot of damage with just that. Just take his phone away from him. That'll, that'll <laughs> fix a lot of no gambling I mean, and no tweeting. Well, that's what you do when you're 13 or 14, but unfortunately <laughs> you can't do that at 22, even though you feel like you, you wish you could sometimes, right? But So we'll, we'll, we'll see. I mean, you know, I thought it was at least a somewhat hopeful sign from their perspective that they feel like he's picking up on some of the football stuff a little bit more. Uh, Dan Campbell talked about that, right? This route running and just so, – so that shows at least a little bit of focus – 
and that may be on the football field. That's fine. He's got to carry that over. But uh, but if that had gone south, right? If if they didn't start to see any football progress in terms of being a technician and understanding, understanding the tree, the the tree, the tree system with the routes, how to run the routes, uh, you know, the chemistry with the, with with Jared Goff, all of that. If that's not going to come along, then it's all a moot point anyway, right? Yeah, yeah. I I, I don't worry about the on field stuff. That's probably not going to be a problem. Well, you never know. I mean, there are plenty of players that that get moved on because they can't figure out the on-field stuff, right? I mean, that's yeah. I mean, that's in some ways it's more difficult. It 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 really is. I mean, you just because you're fast, right? Doesn't mean. I mean, there's a lot that goes into that, and and that also requires a certain amount of dedication. A lot of it, actually, discipline, maturity, focus. Yeah, it, I guess it goes hand in hand, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I I would trust that you know being a starter at Alabama and Holmes going up and training up to moving up to get him that they, they like what they see. They're pretty sure of what he can be. Um, you know, I, it's just the other stuff that's a big concern, but, but yeah, you're right. It could all be, it's all, it's all part of the equation. Yeah. Well, we will see. And, uh, unfortunately for Lions fans, they're not going to get to see for a while. Right. That's, that's the, uh, yeah. That's preseason. the longest. Should a little preseason, maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe a little bit of preseason for the for the fans that go down to training camp. You get to see a little bit too, but um, but no hard knocks this year. All right, let's uh, let's take a break and uh, come back and talk some of your Detroit Tigers. We will be right back with more free press sports with Carlson Shaw. Welcome back to Free Press Sports with Carlos and Sean. Carlos, what is happening with your Tigers? You decide to go down and write about them. A great column, by the way. I one of, one of your absolute best. What what month are we in? We're almost in June. Late May, Sean. Late May. Late May. We uh, that that might be your best column of the year. Oh, thank you. I mean, I, yeah, that was <laughs> that was really well done. The bar is low, so that's not saying a lot. It's really well done you. and 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 really really in tune with with what's happening with them right now, and and it ended up being prescient too because I think they, I think you went early and gathered your stuff before the game, and then ended up losing the game, which is to the Texas Rangers, which is the second time they've lost. But you're a soothsayer, man. Because you 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 basically wrote that it's okay to have hope. Don't think about the playoffs. The Tigers are fun. They're not quite ready. And then you know they lose a couple of the the, the Texas Rangers, who I want to say are in first place in the West, and um, are a really good team and a really good hitting team. And uh, and this has happened a few times this year, right? Where you, they they get rolling and then they, all of a sudden they're up against one of the best teams in the league, and and reality sets in a little bit more, right? Yeah, but you know, even though they they lost their first two to the Rangers, and the Rangers are a really good team, like you said. I mean, they're 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 a buzzsaw. Their run differentials, like I think, second best on the majors. Um, and the the Tigers, I went on Tuesday. They lost ten to six, but they hung with them. You know, even though they're the Rangers, and Miggy had three three hits, and you know, he actually had a, a he beat a throw to the plate to score. He slid under the tag. Um, they hit two home runs, Jake Rogers, Andy Banyas, you know, they, I mean, it was a, Alex Fado had a pretty good it, uh, outing. I mean, it was, it was, they shouldn't have been this close to the Rangers, you know, they shouldn't, 
have been, you know, keeping pace with them as close as they did. Um, so, I mean, uh, you know, a loss is not just, every loss is not the same. They didn't get blown out 10 nothing. They lost 10 to 6. You know, the, the game before that, they did get shut out. So, whatever. But what was that? 6 nothing, 5 nothing. It was, I think it was 5 nothing. And 5 nothing. You know, and, and, but that's what it's going to be. And, and, and don't forget, I mean, they're trying to catch the Twins. And it's, it's, it's completely okay, I wrote, to be talking or thinking about the postseason right now and thinking about what they could do because the division is not good. The Twins are going to have three games in Tampa coming up next week. The Tigers could be in first place in the division. And they haven't done that. They haven't led the division since 2014. You know, they have 15 wins in the, game, in the month of May until Sean Windsor goes out there when we're recording this on Wednesday, May, May 31st. And they're going to want to impress you, Sean, because they want you to come back, you know, maybe in the next month or so to watch them again. So they're going to win the game for you. And they're going to get 16 wins. And I don't know when the last time. They haven't won 15 games in a month since 2000, I think, 18, five years. So this team right now, for, for, for the Tigers and who they are and rebuilding, whatever, you could call them hot. I mean, they're doing the right things. Took a big blow with Eduardo Rodriguez is going to be gone for a while with the finger injury. Yeah, it's only the, he's only been their best pitcher starting. Yeah, pitcher, he's so. by far their best pitcher. So that's going to be a, a tough loss. But um, for now, at least, the type, they're overachieving, and it's okay to start thinking about the standings and are they going to catch the Twins? Are they going to pass the Twins? It could happen. It, it's not inconceivable at all. And whether they stay there or not, as I've said before, you don't you don't get healthier generally as the season goes along. Although there are other pitchers, Tarek Skubal, who you love, and Matt Manning. They're making the progress. They're, they're making progress. They're making the road back. They could be back, you know, without too much more time. So if they get those guys back, that could help offset the loss of, of Rodriguez. Well, it is kind of a bummer, the timing, right? They, they lose uh, Rodriguez and then they lose Riley Green. And I, he probably, won't, I would, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Uh, you may be, but um, I assume he won't be gone for too long, right? It didn't sound serious, but, but they're, you know, the classic, you know, he left the game. He, he told uh, Hinch, you know, that something was bothering him in his leg, whatever. And he went out there and he wanted to keep playing. And and Hinch didn't like the way he was moving, so he pulled him out. But we didn't get to talk to him. And it's just going to be the whole, like, you know, MRI, X-rays, whatever. We'll probably By the time that this comes out, we'll know more about possibly the timeline for how much time he might miss. But I, I'm i not a doctor. I don't know. But I wouldn't think that it's that certain. Like Hinch said the, the, it's a good sign that he wanted to go out there if you're really hurt. You you can't even try to go out there. No, for sure. Sometimes those guys leave games and they're just being uh, you know being extra cautious, and all of a sudden they're out for weeks. <laughs> I'm yeah. not saying that's what's going to happen with this. Anything. But it, 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 yeah, it does. And just in team sports, it, it does. Oh, we just want to take a take a little time here, but injuries are uh, are tricky that way. But yeah, no, you you it's they've had this kind of fun momentum as you talked about. They won 15 games so far in a month, and I think that's what's and, that, and you wrote about this, and I think that's what fans are just enjoying right now. They just, with these three teams, we're not including the Lions, although we probably should because they could, I mean, they're just as capable of coming out and having a a face plant this fall. I'm not trying to will that into existence. You know, obviously, it's not good for anybody, including us. But but these, the other three teams, the Pistons, the Lions, and excuse me, the Pistons, the Tigers, and the Wings, fans just want what we've just seen. Right, at least for now. What we just seen from the Tigers in the last month. 
something to, 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 to cheer about and to think, oh, okay, maybe, maybe there's a, a direction here. Maybe there's a path here. These guys are scrapping and, uh, and they're fun. Right. I mean, they're, they're playing, yeah. they played winning baseball in May, but, and I don't know if they're going to do that every month, but, uh, that's, that's what people crave more than anything right now with these teams, right? Just something that they're, they're not expecting a parade. Yeah. They just want a little something to hang on to. That, and, and Tuesday's game was a perfect example of that. You know, I mean, it was it was tied through the whatever third or fourth inning, four four, and the, it was kind of going back and forth a little bit for a while. Um, like I said, a couple of home runs, and and you know Torkelson, you know Miggy with the three hits, and it, it it was a fun game. It was a fun game to to be at. So Tigers fans don't need to be told this that you know when they've been so you know uncompetitive, it's been hard to watch and it's boring. I think the pitch clock definitely has a big, you know, has a lot to do with it. That the that even if they're not great, the game's moving along. By the way, there is a report out there that I think it's been uh, reported that now it's uh, Riley Green has a stress fracture in his oh. left fibula and uh, ten day injury point. list, and he's going to get a second opinion. So to my point, oh. that's not great. Um, <clears throat> whenever but, no, whenever you hear the word, whenever you hear the word fracture, yeah, yeah. That's not. And they're great. only saying ten days. Well, for now, ten day injury list, and he's going to get a second opinion, and it's going to be more than that, I'm sure. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, that's that's another thing, you know. It's what it's, did you write, Carlos? Wait, what did you write a few couple of weeks ago? A few weeks ago was it the lottery? Whatever, it could be anything. Detroit can't have nice things. We can't have nice things. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's uh, it's tough, you know, and and you know, Green and Torkelson were the big pieces of the future. And kind of last year, you know, Green started off on the IL because he he got hurt right before right out of spring training, didn't make the the big league team out of camp, and he makes it and he he gets it he gets called up you know eventually and after a month or so, but then Torkelson struggles and now they both seem in lockstep of they're both progressing and showing good things and then now Green's hurt so um, yeah it's tough it's 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 uh it could be a tough season but um, and that's why you have to celebrate these times they get you know I mean I mean Hinch and the Tigers and whatever they don't want to talk about the standings and getting anybody you know they don't want to talk about the postseason and of course they can't they can't look that far ahead we've barely played this will be the barely a third of the season is done, but you better enjoy it as a fan. You better enjoy the excitement while you can, because you don't know what, how long it's going to last. So you look at the standings, you know, scoreboard watch, see what the twins are doing in Houston, whatever, wherever they are, you know, and enjoy it. And if they get there, if they get close, that's great. That's that. And that's a, that's a sign of progress, you know? Um, but you were, what you were saying, Sean, maybe laugh about the lines. Cause that's exactly, I was talking to, to our friends in the radio booth uh, during the game, and we're we're just chatting, and um, that's exactly what he said. Is like you know, everybody just assumes that the Lions are going to be really good, and nothing's going to happen, and whatever, and they're going to be just you know winning, winning, winning. And it's like, when does that ever happen? When have they ever just completely lived up to high expectations? Um, and it, it could happen, but uh, but yeah, it's just uh, it's kind of funny how. You're almost kind of waiting for the other shoe to drop, but um, let's let's hope for the best. Yeah, no, this fan base is certainly used to it, right? I mean, they're they're not. <laughs> there's no way they think this is a, a done deal. I mean, I, I think people do understand with the Lions that there's real talent on the team, and and that's exciting, you know. But they're also, uh, you know, one wrong step from Jared Goff's right from being in serious trouble, right? right? Like any team. 
right? Like you need to, absolutely. I mean, you know, you know, it's fine in the it's fine in the playoff game for a half. You lose, Mahomes goes down, and um, and um, oh my god, I can see his face. I can't think of his Chad Hitty comes in and leads you down the field. Whatever, that's fine for a drive, but uh, for the month of September, you know, somebody's out for six weeks or whatever. That that that's your season. You you don't trust Nate Sudfeld? Is that what you're saying? Well, it's, it's nothing personal against Nate Sudfeld. It's just that he's not Jared Goff. Yeah. And that's, you know, the other thing we're, the, <laughs> we're kind of joking about, like, what's the worst thing that could happen? You know, like, uh, you know, they're, they're supposed to have, like, clear sailing, the clear favorites to win the division, one of the top teams in the NFC, whatever. But it's like, I don't know about clear. Pretty <laughs> clear. Nobody's, nobody's even, I don't think there's even close to anybody challenging for the NFC North, you know, but in in analysts opinion right uh but you know like when that happens you know justin Fields gonna like lose his mind and like run for two thousand yards or whatever 40 touchdowns yeah, he'll or, take a big leap or something or right? Who knows? even worse this is even worse jordan love like he'll suddenly be great yeah, like right. it'll be like oh great we're going from Favre to rogers to love now <laughs> yeah he'll be an all-timer yeah no no for sure <laughs> it uh it's it it's funny how that it's not funny, but uh it, it can happen for sure. As far as the Tigers though, I don't remember the last time. Well, I guess the end of this and you may I think you mentioned this too, but the end of uh twenty twenty one, right? Twenty one end of twenty twenty one. They got on a roll a little bit and people were excited to the point they were talking playoffs at the beginning of last year. So even then though, did it quite feel like this? I, I don't think that people think, obviously they don't think there's any kind of juggernaut. I think people have just been pleasantly surprised, especially, especially Carlos, because they started off so poorly this year. So I think people have written them off three weeks into the season, two weeks into the season. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of, I mean, it, it was right? a little bit of a struggle at first. There was nobody it, there. I mean, right? That, that's the other thing. Nobody. Yeah, and this, I, I, I get it. It was cold and school's not out, but still. They started. They started on the road. They started in Tampa, the best against the best team in the majors, as it turns out. Um, and then the Red Sox at home for the home opening series. So those were those were tough games to start off with or series. So um, it was the way they looked, though, too, right before the infamous benching of Baez in Toronto. It was just the yeah, way there were, they looked, there were right? problems. Right, there were problems for sure. But but good teams make you look bad, also. You know, it's not like no, it's no question, no question. But it's just they had this look about them, and that's what's changed. And I just don't think people. I think a lot of fans are. That's I think that's part of what's been so fun is that a couple of months ago it looked it looked like this wasn't possible. Like we were just going to go into a hundred loss season. It was the beginning of a hundred right. loss season. Yeah, absolutely, they were on track for like a hundred hundred losses. And that's what so. so. And I think that's made this even more enjoyable to see this just sort of inching and inching and inching. You know, I mean, if they can get if they can get the third game of the Tigers, excuse me, of the the Rangers series, that might be something. It look losing your best hitter and your best your best pitcher, that's tough. And if and if those linger and they don't have both those guys for the next month, they'll feel that. No oh, for sure. For sure. You know, and that's 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 the hard part with this team is they don't have I mean a team like this, they don't have a, a mar much of a margin for error and for losing people and they can't make mental mistakes. They can't make and it, just watching the game yesterday, you know, with with you know, the they had to move because of green, they had to move players around. Zach Short, who's a an infielder, had to go play center for the first time in the majors. Um, so they had to kind of mix and match and you know this team is limited. I mean, Jonathan Scope had to play third, and he was struggling out there. And 
Baez made a mental mistake and, you know, the, allowed a, a run to score. And, you know, this team is just not, it's not an elite team, you know, and they, they're going to have to scrap, you know, for every win that they get and not waste their chances. Um, and, you know, you can see that. And that's, but you know what? That's part of it. That's also, I think you need to appreciate is, you know, Hinch isn't getting enough credit probably for, for helping this team, you know, for benching Baez but handling it well and managing his player well enough and not letting that become a source of, you know, uh, dysfunction or, or acrimony in the clubhouse or with the player specifically himself and how he's handled criticism. So there, there's a lot of things that have been in play here that I think have been positive steps for, for the Tigers, but it's still, they're, they're, they're going to blow games because, you know, even if, even with perfect health, they're just not an elite team, you know, on the field or in the, in the batter's box. No, they're not, but they are um, a fun team. And you wrote a really fun column capturing that fun team and and what and I think what people are feeling and and it's okay to keep feeling that. Basically, you uh, you sat them down on your couch and you said, "Hey, you know, keep up the good work here." I thought it's what okay Sean Windsor right? It's okay to be attached to this team. You gave him permission, Carlos, and you did it in a very kind and gentle, <laughs> fun way. <laughs> but. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's take one more break, and uh, we will come back and talk about the ratings bonanza of the Denver Nuggets and Miami Heat finals. No, we're not going to do that. We're going <laughs> to talk about our we're talking we're going to talk about our favorite uh, our favorite thing. We'll be right back with more free press sports with Carlson Show. Welcome back to Free Press Sports with Carlos and Sean. Carlos, it's that time of the show where we get to uh, talk about what incredible lives we have and um, in the lives that are, you know, enviable lives, really. W- w- wealthy, rich lives of just unimaginable fun and um, and drama, but not not melodrama, just kind of, it's it's never boring. You know what I mean? I mean it, really, seriously, does anybody live a life like you do? I don't think so. I don't think so. I almost feel a little bit guilty talking about it. No, no, no. We're just going to talk about uh, uh, we're just a couple of uh, schlub sports writers here, right? Trying to appreciate. Maybe your mic's off. It, it's okay. Trying to appreciate, uh, you know, a, a, a couple of little things that may happen to you during the week that you need to stop and appreciate, right? I think you turned my mic off, so I finally turned it back on again. But no, yes, no, right, no. Son. I, I don't I don't have that kind of power, but uh, nor do I want that kind of power. I mean, you might, but uh, doesn't Elric have like a cough button for you where he can silence you on your podcast? I don't know. Mike Elric wants to control everything, and you know, and more power <laughs> to him. No pun intended. But uh, but uh, yeah, so it's it's that time of the so yeah. Let's get let's get to our favorite thing. All right, why don't you lead off, Sean? All right, my favorite thing is. Uh, mowing the lawn. Is it? Can it? Can it? Can wow. it be that simple? Wow, that's what's beautiful. Okay. I love it. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I've uh, I've enjoyed mowing the lawn all my life. Um, my dad used to have me in a little tiny lawn, a patch of grass we had in a Air Force base in San Antonio. He used to have me first ride on his shoulders and then kind of push underneath. And and uh, he told me. This is a long, long time ago. My dad's been gone a long time, but he told me when I was in my early 20s, 
one time that when I was little, we'd be driving around in that 66 Chevy Impala, and I would actually see a lawnmower, and I would stand up. This, of course, before we were in seatbelts or car seats. I was probably three. I'd stand out <laughs> and start pointing out and screaming, lawnmower, lawnmower, lawnmower. So for some reason, I've had this thing for lawnmowers all my life. But uh, my favorite thing is that it's been hard for me to give up the lawn. But my son mowed the lawn this past week, and uh, and I was okay with it. And then I was actually like, I could get used to this. <laughs> this, this isn't bad at all. He, he mowed the lawn. He trimmed. He did the trimming with the with the weed eater, and uh, and it looks it looks great. It better because he moonlights as a he's got a second job. He moonlights as a groundskeeper at a, at a at a golf course in the area. Nice. But uh, so he's becoming a bit of a pro. But it's yeah, I've had this connection. It's a meditative thing for me. I'm sure it is for a lot of people. And uh, I've always liked doing it been reluctant to give it up but it's been but it's it's okay so that's my favorite thing i learned it's okay not to mow the lawn and then to have your son help out like that there you go so that's my favorite thing oh that's great passing the passing the grassy torch i love it what about you my favorite thing is you sean windsor who came out last week and watched freep stars the the vaunted co-ed softball team that plays on Belle Isle every Wednesday. And uh, you joined uh, our, oh, wow, first first early mention, actually, is uh, interim editor, Anjanette Delgado, in the cheering section for our team. Um, it was great to have you out there and to have you uh, finally hang with your co-workers and, you know, could be teammates, too, but uh, you can't play because I think you're just basically a broken shell of a man. But pretty much, pretty much. Um, yeah, it was fun. We we won the game. We had fun doing it. Um, and then we went out to uh, to a bar afterward to celebrate. Um, and uh, we had a good time. And it's always I, I, I think both of us feel this way, but it's been um, our, our the way our our work life has changed and sports writers are different. You know, I mean, the reporters, a lot of the reporters kind of do go in the office here and there. Sports writers almost never go in the office because we're too busy bouncing around to different games and whatever practices. Um, so it's great that we got to see everybody. There was a, a good turnout. Um, and I really appreciated you coming out and, and cheering on the side. It was a lot of fun. And uh, I hope we keep doing it again. I hope you come out for another game uh, I will. down the road. I will. That, that won't be the last time I get out. I will definitely make another game. It was great. It was cold. But uh, that's okay, too. Um, Belle Isle is a beautiful setting. It was fun to, it's always fun to see how people move through space, you know, when, when you're used to working to come in an office or in a press box or whatever. And it's fun to see another side of people and actually how they move and run and how their arms work. And I just, I mean, maybe that's partly why I'm a sports writer. I just enjoy the, the human body and, and what grace people have and hand eye coordination, all that sort of thing. So I enjoyed that part of it. You, you're sure. talking about Mike Elric's pitching, is that's what you're talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, for sure. No, I, <laughs> I, I enjoyed that, and I will definitely do that again. And then that's that's very kind of you to mention that. My pleasure. It was great. Right. It was great fun. All right, all right, bud. Let's uh, let's thank some people and, and get the people out of here. Yeah, let's thank uh, producer out. Robin Chan, um, and executive producers Kirkland Crawford. And in, well, she's executive producer, but also the interim editor on Jeanette Delgado. But mostly, Sean, we have to thank you, the listener, for sticking with us. And 
What do they need to do? What's the most important thing that listeners can do? Well, they need to, you know, subscribe to this uh, this little podcast here on Spotify or Apple, wherever you find your favorite podcast. Subscribe, uh, rate us, just give us any kind of shout. I mean, we're, we're desperate, can't you tell? <laughs> I mean, we, we, we really are, and that's okay. We're, we're, we're honest about that. And, and that's what, yeah, and that's what matters. We're, we're very self-aware the, uh, in our desperation, but that's okay. So, uh, yeah, you know, subscribe, rate, all that good stuff. Carlos, when are we going to be back next week? Next week, same time as usual. Right. We'll, we'll probably have more line stuff because that's really what, what matters more than anything right now. There's more OTAs to talk about, and uh, we'll, we'll have some of your player breakdowns. How about that? Perfect. Okay, sounds good. All right, my man, it was fun. Until next week, we will be back with uh, until we're back with more free press sports with Carlos and Sean.